Welcome to BBC News. I'm Sumiso Muskanda in New Hampshire, where Donald Trump just captured another early state win. Tonight, the former president took a victory lap with two of his former rivals, Vivek Ramaswamy and Senator Tim Scott in tow. His team will be celebrating this win, especially since no non-incumbent has ever won both the Iowa caucuses and the New Hampshire primary and then lost the nomination. Of course, Donald Trump isn't your typical non-incumbent candidate. So was it the knockout blow Trump was hoping for? Here's his take. Uh, we won uh, both. It was, uh, I think they said, somebody said you rarely, if you win both, they've never had a loser. Let me put it that way. When you win Iowa and you win New Hampshire, they've never had a loss. There's Nikki Haley insists she has the best chance of beating President Joe Biden. She's vowing to continue her fight for the Republican nomination in her home state of South Carolina. That primary is just a few weeks away. New Hampshire is first in the nation. It is not the last in the nation. This race is far from over. There are dozens of states left to go. And the next one is my sweet state of South Carolina. President Joe Biden has already reacted to those media projections that uh, Donald Trump has won New Hampshire, preparing for a possible 2020 rematch. An email from the Biden-Harris campaign says, quote, Donald Trump is headed straight into a general election matchup where he will face the only person to have ever beaten him at the ballot box, Joe Biden. So it looks like uh, Joe Biden and Donald Trump preparing very much for that matchup. Let's go right to our reporter, Carl Nassman, who has been standing outside of the watch party for Donald Trump in Nashua tonight. Uh, Carl, very good to see you. And it looks like the weather has turned. Sorry to catch you out in the snow there, but uh, you have been able to uh, get a feeling for how uh, people have been feeling there about that victory for Donald Trump. Tell us more about what you've been hearing. Yeah, this watch party here tonight felt a lot like a victory party, even before we got those initial projections calling the race for Donald Trump. So many supporters coming here. It felt like a big victory party from the very beginning. Everyone here coming to congratulate him. And they got what they wanted. They got that great speech, a big energetic speech on stage from Donald Trump. And then they got those results coming in, which are likely to show uh, a fairly sizable win here in New Hampshire for the former president. I spoke with many of his supporters here, uh, and they came in saying that, you know, they were cautious potentially about Nikki Haley's chances in New Hampshire, but they were confident in a victory. Here's what a couple of supporters told me. I always, like Trump even says, try to act like we're 10 points down, even if we're 50 points ahead. So, uh, I had that mentality even going into today, so my mentality is just the fact that he won. I don't care if it's just by one point. Uh, a win is a win. I was cautiously optimistic because I know that the Haley campaign and uh, Trump's opponents are pulling up all the stops to stop him uh, because he stands up to the ruling class. Uh, but I knew he was going to come out on top because he engenders such fierce loyalty. People filling up hockey readers, people filling up other venues. People crawling over broken glass to vote for the man. People not ordinarily into politics that become fiercely loyal to him overnight. 
And I think it was notable, Sumi, seeing on stage Donald Trump making that victory speech, flanked by a couple of his former rivals. You mentioned there Vivek Ramaswamy and Tim Scott, who only recently endorsed him up there in a show of unity. What the, the former president likely trying to do is if this, uh, have this era, this aura of inevitability and, and really try to wrap this thing up as soon as possible, already potentially looking towards a general election, a rematch with Joe Biden. We saw some critical words for the current president there on stage tonight. And then on the other side, Joe Biden also uh, seemingly already looking ahead to a, a rematch with Donald Trump. So it seems now, although Nikki Haley has said that she wants to continue to South Carolina at the very least, that both sides here, the president, a former president, already looking ahead to a potential general election rematch in November. Yeah, Carla, it does look like that, doesn't it? Well, Nikki Haley at that uh, party that she held earlier, not so far from where we are in Concord, she said, I'm scrappy, I'm a fighter, I am sticking in this. But looking at the numbers that we're seeing, Carl, what does the path forward look like for her? Well, the path forward gets a lot narrower. This is only two states, and we're not talking about delegates here because there are plenty of delegates still to be awarded. But if you look at a state like New Hampshire, this was expected to be maybe her best chance at defeating Donald Trump, or at least coming in a very close second. This is a state with around 40 percent uh, independent voters. Those are the kind of voters that tend to vote for Nikki Haley. And yet, here she is looking at a potential double-digit defeat in the state. Going ahead, what the Haley campaign says is that, hey, hang on, we've got a chance. It's still very early. South Carolina, obviously, potentially friendly territory for her. She's a former governor there, although she's not polling particularly well. And then on Super Tuesday, what the campaign said is that there are several states with a similar uh, situation to New Hampshire, where they're either open primaries or semi-open, which will allow those kind of independents to cast their votes for Nikki Haley. And we know that she does well with moderate Republicans and unaffiliated voters. So that could be a path forward for her. There's a potential as well that she may try to stick it out a bit longer and see how some of these legal cases play out for Donald Trump. But at the same time, it becomes harder and harder to justify staying in a race where even in the state where you thought you might perform the best, you still lose to what is looking like a juggernaut in the Trump campaign. Yeah, well, for now, the race does go on. All right. Carl Nassman for us in Nashua. Thank you so much.